Merry Christmas, you wonderful. Now dig on this. Good evening, brothers. This is Mark here. And I'm Britain. And today we watched the greatest movie ever made, Santa with Muscles. Oh, yeah. Starring the one and only Hulkster. I, I can't do his no, voice anymore. We're gonna, it's going it's gonna to land us in the hospital. I also sound more like Alex Jones than I do Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so um, welcome to the show. And uh, today, if you couldn't tell, we did watch Santa with Muscles. Um, <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, this is some early Christmas broadcasts, yeah. but um, this is our first, I guess, official of the Christmas broadcast. So let's just jump on in and get started. Uh, All where right. to start with this one? Well, let's start where we always start and go from there. Just give us a very, 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 very brief uh, overview of what happened in this movie. All right. So uh, Hulk Hogan, or it, it plays a a rich, uh, I, I guess health uh health food or, or health uh uh he, he sells health yeah. products and uh he's like running around in fatigues and and making his servants in his mansion always try to attack him and, and he's kind of like this weird prepper he's a he's a bastard millionaire basically yeah and uh so he, he he and the boys go out for paintball and it ends up in this police chase somehow yeah uh, with Clint Howard. Oh, yeah. yeah the and, great Clint Howard. And uh, so he stops at a mall and, you know, finds a, a Santa costume to hide in. And then uh, something conks him on the head and he loses his memory and thinks he's actually Santa Claus. And uh, ends up uh, at, a, <laughs> at an orphanage. And uh, who he's trying to protect from these evil guys. They, uh, they want to basically take over, I think, all the all the buildings and houses in the area to get underneath and because there is some kind of spoilers yeah, uh there there is a cavern filled with electric quartz which <laughs> it, which is a thing and uh he he's using it to uh, the bad guy wants to harvest it for energy and therefore money yeah which is weird because he's already rich yeah he, he's already living in a mansion like he's super rich like there's no reason i, I would say to do all this stuff just to get, I guess, a little richer. Yeah, I, I, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, uh, we're I, not going there yet. Go ahead. I, I want to say it's subterfuge to in order to bulldoze because uh, the the big spoiler is uh, he, you know, both Hulk Hogan and the uh, main bad guy uh, were also orphans who grew up in the orphanage, and they were friends together. Yeah. So I'm guessing it was subterfuge just to just to blow up the uh, the orphanage because I think Hulk Hogan teased him. I, so, that's what I think it is. I think the Hulkster was a bully. So, that'd be fun. Like, oh, you two were really good friends. And it turns out it's like, nah, he picked on him yeah. relentlessly. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself, brother? So, um, like, the one thing I do kind of want to uh, point out about this movie, there's a lot about this movie to really talk yeah. about. Um, even though, like, the plot sounds very basic and simple as because most of it was padding. Yeah. It was a half an hour long uh, script that they just kind of stretched out for an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, oddly enough, one of the uh, one of the orphans was a very young Mila Kunis. Yeah, it's her uh, movie debut. Was it her debut? According to IMDb, this was her uh, her debut. And uh, it, it looks just like... Uh, I know you were postulating, like, had we not known in the opening credits that it was Mila Kunis, would we have... Could we have uh, tell... 
And I think we could have. It looks just like her. I mean, that, that's true. On the other hand, um, like, uh, it's hard. It's hard because we knew it was going to be her. So it's like, it's hard to say whether or not, because uh, she does look very familiar, but that's yeah. because our brain, I think, has already made that connection. Yeah, maybe. Like, um, I know, like, I know there was another kids movie we watched. Uh, I, I know where exactly it was, what it was. Where it was a young Scarlett Johansson. And, uh, it looked just like her as well. I think that was Home Alone 3. <laughs> was it Home Alone 3? I think she was in Home Alone 3, uh, Holy yeah. shit. It was either 3 or 4. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, so back to Santa with Muscles, which is... Oh my goodness, just, just a... It's really bad. Yeah, it, it's... It, the acting is very hammy and over the top. Like, alright, so, let's just start with, I guess, one of the main... Uh, almost, I guess, problems with this movie. Yeah. Um, because I'm not going to analyze this like a real movie. This isn't a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, there's no, like, I'm not going to compare this to Citizen uh, Kane. Like, you know? to, like, for example, this is this is available on YouTube. Yeah. Like, someone just uploaded it to YouTube, and no one's claiming the content for it. Like, uh, maybe if somebody listens to our podcast, they'd be like, "Wait a minute, that that hey, wait a minute, that's my movie. I'm the Santa with muscles." But um, one of the, the weird things about this movie that I think uh, I was talking about when we were watching it is yeah. there really doesn't need to be, I guess, a lot of bad guys, especially uh, bad guys that get foiled by traps at the yeah. end. Like, Home Alone has ruined movies for a generation. <laughs> yeah, it, it after Home Alone, everyone was trying to have trap movies. Yeah, and it's kind of weird how many... Uh, kids' movies felt they needed to shoehorn a bad guy with some sort of, I guess, slapsticky traps. Yeah. Um, like Dennis the Menace has that. Yeah. With Christopher Lloyd. Yep, he does. And uh, I ate it. Well, though this this movie did have some restraint. I think they only had the one trap. Yeah, they had um, they had the one where they like connected. I think a a, a car battery to a the uh, doorknob. The doorknob. And yeah, I'm sorry, that guy. Guy, the guy, that guy's dead. <laughs> He, he, like I said, 12 amps across the heart. He's not getting up. <laughs> it's, but, like, the movie overall just kind of, uh, went around and did nothing for a long period of time. Yeah, it, it was mostly, uh, Hulk Hogan just, uh, asking people who he is and <laughs> what he should do. It was Hulk Hogan dressed as Santa Claus who just beats up people every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a weird movie, and the kids are cheering like, yeah, we love to see our, our idol just wailing on a bunch of people like yeah, this. Because, like, earlier in the movie, he, you know, when he's still, when he's just coming to from his, his you know, brain damage, uh, <laughs> he uh, goes to a Santa village where uh, a couple of thugs are are kind of stealing uh, stealing the, the donation money. Mm -hmm. And he, he starts beating the shit out of them, and from the, from what the audience know, like there's a bunch of people clapping him on and and having a good time as Santa beats the shit out of these guys, <laughs> and they don't know they don't know what's going on. They just see Santa Claus beat you know clobbering these guys, and you know yeah yeah go yeah, Santa go, yeah all right now that's a Santa with muscles, <laughs> which is weird. They name drop in this movie like a hundred times. Yeah, like, like they they named him. Uh, Santa with muscles in the paper like there was this news reporter that referred to him as Santa with muscles I, I think even the bad guy called him Santa with muscles <laughs> like All right, so let's go back to the bad guy. Um, all right Because uh, the his name was frost. Yeah, his name was like uh, it was like it sounded like Ebenezer it was like Ebner Ebner frost Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of weird to think that uh 
that this guy's already rich, living in a mansion with wacky, eccentric henchmen, yeah. and wants to be a little bit more rich. Um, so as we were watching a movie, like, there's this big, uh, uh, I guess, uh, big secret or big um, reveal yeah. uh, to show that underneath this church, there's like a vault, and inside the vault is this uh, this cavern of these quartz crystals, which are worth millions. Uh, worth millions, and apparently are very explosive. Yes. Um, but we were, as we were watching, we were laughing and joking with the movie, and we were saying... What if it's like the Ark of the Covenant underneath? <laughs> and I was like, you know, honestly, that would make the movie actually a little bit more interesting. Because yeah, they were opening the vault and just light was pouring out of it. It's a heavenly glow. Yeah, it was a heavenly glow, like like the glow when uh, the, the Nazis opened the Ark in <laughs> Indiana Jones. And yeah, if... Uh, like it was a little bit contrived. The reason uh, Hulk Hogan was protecting this uh, church because of the kids, but if Hulk Hogan's protecting the Ark of the Covenant against uh, uh, people who want to take it for their own, uh, yeah, your own good, or because bad. I don't think, yeah, I don't think there is a, I don't think there's a good reason someone <laughs> would want the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, maybe, it's, yeah, maybe they're like, you know what? I want to complete the collection. I have the uh, Holy Grail already. Uh, I have Excalibur. I have uh, the the Lance of Longinus. <laughs> it's like you know. I, I, I just kind of need it to complete the collection. I'm not going to do anything except look at it. Look, I'm not trying to be uh, Vatican III. <laughs> but I I really do think that if they made that... We, I admit, it's a very strange twi uh, tweak to the movie. It, it but, is. I mean, it's under a church. And they had, like, again, like this old, almost Indiana Jones-esque vault. Yeah. Like, like blocking it. It, it was easily... Like... It's a vault you could have easily been seen, uh, you could easily see being made in the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> so, if it turns out that this, like, like this whole, it doesn't even have to be the Ark of the Covenant, but yeah. if there was, like, something of, like, significant, almost archaeological value buried under these catacombs. Like, like the piece of the true cross. Or, um, like the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, okay, so not even, uh... It doesn't even have to be holy, I okay. guess. Okay. Um, but like, but if there was something, I guess, of like a weird kind of value under there, like that, like, like I said, almost a, uh, almost a supernatural artifact, hmm. like that would make the villain actually have a motivation for what he's doing because yeah. you can be as rich as you want, but if you don't have power, yeah, exactly. Like, okay, if I have all these millions of dollars and I don't have a genie's lamp buried under a church, <laughs> what do I even have? And it yeah. makes sense that a bad guy would use his fortune for that, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, side yeah. <laughs> side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> is is finding a, a the Holy Grail or the the Ark a side hustle? Yes, because I imagine his like main job is is like you know CEO. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. I guess he's I guess he's not uh, you know working at the juice bar or something like that. Like I guess if you think about it, like Indiana Jones's main job he was, was professor yeah so finding the ark was his side hustle you know or or was uh banging his students more of his side hustle or, or his uh I mean, main job uh, no i i think he resisted the urge to bang his students you sure you they, they were giving him the bedroom eyes i know but you know it doesn't mean he has to go through with it he's like ah Another one. I'm getting tired of these 18-year-olds hitting on me. Show, show, show. I want Karen <laughs> Allen. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, 
I think that's, uh, I'd I want think Karen Allen as well. I think I think that's her name. Is it Karen Allen? Or I believe it? it is. Okay, good. Um, uh, I, I'm not I'm not good with names, so she was in Scrooged. <laughs> she was in Scrooge. That was a good movie. She was also in Scrooge. Yeah, she was also in the fourth <laughs> Indiana Jones. Oh, we don't. That which shall not be named. So, yeah, I honestly think that if there was something like that in this movie, like a, uh, again, Excalibur is buried under there, something really, like, uh, like artifacty. Yeah. Then I, I really think that the bad guy, I wouldn't say that they're in the right, but I at least say it makes sense. Yeah, and then from there you can, you can have an entire series of Santa-related archaeological adventures. Oh my goodness, can you imagine the things you could do with Santa with muscles going around the world? Like, yeah. the North Pole, obviously, but yeah. you know, we don't even have to do it, because if he, I imagine wherever he goes, like, let's say he goes to, like, um... I say he goes somewhere into like Europe or something, France. Uh, okay, you know, France. To, to find the, the the catacombs under there, I guarantee you, Santa Claus is welcome in France too. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of uh. I think Santa Claus is just about ubiquitous everywhere. Yeah. At, yeah at least at the time when this um, movie was made, <laughs> they look at him like, "Oh, Père Noël, come on in, yeah. come on in." Uh, the uh, I imagine it would be interesting in Germany, <laughs> like the uh. I, I know, uh, I, I think... I think I know you're going to like this. The, 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 if you're good, you get toys, or if you're bad, you're, like, beaten with, yeah, with a switch. or something. Uh, yeah. Um, so, that kind of leads to, like, if we're going to be doing these movies as a series, maybe a trilogy, mm -hmm. um, part three, we can have maybe the, uh, the ultimate... Uh, artifact for Santa to look for. All right. Like, let's say uh, maybe that's the Holy Grail. You know. Uh, All right. If we're going in, <laughs> if we're following yeah, if we're, Indiana Jones, we're, if we're going with Santa lore. Yeah. If we're if we're following Indiana Jones and the first one of the Santa movies involves the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. And maybe Santa with muscles too involves the show, the stones of Shiva, the Shankara stones. <laughs> uh, um, you betrayed Shiva, brother. <laughs> you didn't eat your vitamins and say your prayers. <laughs> Then uh, part three would deal with the Holy Grail, and I imagine it's a race against time yeah. versus the Krampus. <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, at this point, if we're doing... And I imagine it's also not the Krampus, but it's another bad guy who gets amnesia and just thinks he's the Krampus. No, if we're going to do the Krampus, I want, like, uh, you know, Frost breaks out of jail. Okay. And, uh, like, he goes a different avenue and summons the Krampus, not really understanding... Uh, what he's doing, the the the, the stakes he's he's uh, mm. uh, you know what's at stake when he does it because the Krampus hasn't really been uh, a part of lore, a uh, part of a uh, you know Christmas lore except for certain countries yeah. in a very long time. Um, so actually, so I think he was locked away. So do you think that? Um okay, I got I got some I got something cooking here. I got some cooking break. He's like that monster from Shang Chi. Uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you think that Frost is going to basically be our recurring villain throughout the? Uh, do you think like he's he, in part one, he, two, he's and he's like our Doctor Claw? Okay. Uh, because I really want to. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I'm thinking that there is a. Uh, I'm going to get very in depth here. All right. I'm going to say that there's like parallel uh, story themes going on where after like ten years of being locked away. Um, Frost gets out, yeah. and he releases the Krampus, who's been locked away for thousands of years. Yeah. And they both are kind of feeling the same need for revenge at being locked up. Or... And it's a perfect uh, marriage of them. Uh, I, I, I'm going to jump off that point. Okay. Uh, 
yeah, he escapes from jail, and he summons the Krampus, but the Krampus needs a vessel in order to- So he's- He is the Krampus. And his need for revenge, and the Krampus's yeah. need for revenge are what tethers him together. Yeah, like, it, it's- it, it's a, almost like a parasitic bond. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. If that happened in the Santa with Muscles movie, <laughs> the Santa with Muscles series would be almost required viewing, I think. I, I, I know. It's, it's like the uh, the Krampus is a symbiote. <laughs> so he's like Venom. Yeah, he's like Venom. <laughs> like, like he, he accepts the Krampus, but like, like he can change back and forth between uh, the, the forms when need be. I want it to be like the Venom movie with Tom Hardy. I grow hungry! <laughs> Hold on, Krampus, we're... Where we can't eat anyone yet. There is an orphan there. Let us eat. Like what? What would the Krampus want to eat? I, I imagine Candy just canes. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I just imagine it. It's like it, it's everything's Christmas themed. So it's either he's eating either eating reindeer or holly tree bushes or something like that. Well, I imagine that um, like he wants to eat orphans, but you can't really do that, especially in a PG movie. So, um, Frost... Yeah, not with Twitter these days. Yeah, exactly. So Frost bakes, like, gingerbread orphans for him to eat, <laughs> and... This does not slake my hunger. It'll have to do. <sighs> okay, until now, until we get our hands on the Holy Grail. Give me another gingerbread victim. <laughs> they... Once you have one, they... They are okay, they're not bad. But they don't scream like the real ones. Like, my- my Krampus is just the cookie monster. <laughs> cookie, cookie, cookie! So, yeah, that- <laughs> I guess we've already gotten into how we would fix Santa with muscles. Yeah. Because you make one change, and in fact, oddly enough, this one change of making the, uh, the-, the Giving it a supernatural element. Yeah, giving this crystal chamber and turning it into, you know, instead of a crystal chamber, um, with quartz and everything, electric quartz. Yeah. Just putting a, a holy artifact in there, or a, a supernatural artifact, is probably would probably be cheaper yeah. than building this set with a bunch of dark crystals around. Like you can you can keep the dark crystal set. Like you, you just say, all right, oh this, oh look at these scrolls. Archimedes was here somehow. Yeah, exactly. Like there are so many uh, little. Oh, excuse me, little things that you can uh, put in here mm -hmm. that would actually make it kind of cool. Um, and kind of going off that, uh, I remember hearing a rumor a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, back when there was only three Indiana Jones movies, you know, in better days. Yeah. Um, when the rumors started getting around that there was going to be a fourth one, mm. literally everybody I knew thought that the fourth uh, artifact was going to be Excalibur. I, I thought it was going to be the, the Spear of Destiny myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, it's... I know Excalibur is supposed to have some uh, Christian myth behind it, isn't it? I think so. I think. Well, I know yeah. it's King Arthur's sword. Yeah, but I, I thought like, all right, they they did the the Ark, they did the Holy Grail, and like the Spear of Destiny is the really the only other Christian artifact, uh, unless they they want to go with uh, what is it the uh, the manna from heaven. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. One of my favorite kind of. Uh, uh, supernatural, not supernatural, but you know, I guess uh, holy religious artifacts that Indiana Jones could go. I mean, I've said this many times, like, I would like uh, a genie lamp story, or maybe yeah. um, maybe like the Golem of Prague or something hmm, like that. That's, that would be neat. Because I think that's a, that, to me, that's a very fascinating story yeah. also, and it's like, you know, let's, uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be the same type of artifacts. I mean, I didn't like, uh, I definitely didn't like Temple of Doom, 
Um, I didn't mind Temple of Doom. I was then again, it was the first Indiana Jones I ever saw as a kid. Let's put it this way. I don't like maybe like 60% of Temple of Doom. Um, oddly enough, once it actually gets into the Temple of Doom, yeah. I kind of like it. But it's all the lead up to the Temple of Doom that yeah, I don't with like. The, with the, the girl. Yeah, with uh, Willy. Yeah, and Will uh, the raft. Yeah. And the, the snake full of more snakes. And, and, <laughs> and Indy's like not at all disturbed, even though they're freaking snakes. Yeah. Like, I... I most of Temple of... But it's a good bad type of movie. Yeah. Like, I can watch it. I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is stupid. But I'm enjoying myself stupid. It's not mm -hmm. like, uh... <sighs> Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, it's... I saw that in theaters. Yep. And, I projected that movie. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember going there opening day, and there was a guy dressed as Indiana Jones, like cosplaying and with the the whip and the hat and the. Did he stomp on his hat afterwards. I I didn't. I as I was leaving the theater, I was waiting to see if I could find him, and I think he wasn't wearing his hat. Like I think <laughs> the magic was lost. He hung himself in the bathroom later <laughs> with that day. The whip. <laughs> So it was, yeah, it was definitely, like, I remember just, just laughing my, uh, laughing about it, like, all right, buddy, let's see what you have to say about this. Yeah. Ooh. He, he kind of, like, he, he shielded himself and ran out like he was uh, <laughs> avoiding a paparazzi. Like, uh, I imagine, uh, he took the costume off because people were just throwing food at him. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Why you were Sheila Buff? Like, I'm not I'm Indiana Jones. You're the nearest outlet <laughs> for our disappointment. Like, he just gets up to go to the bathroom and he comes back like a few minutes later. And like, you can tell that he clearly just has like the hat stuffed under his shirt. I, I imagine like he comes out of the bathroom in just normal clothes and the costume, like the jacket and the hat are stuffed in the trash can. <laughs> I was going to say in the toilet. <laughs> It's like, ah, uh, another end. Like, the imagine the people who, uh, who, like, run the theater, like, you know, the people going out cleaning out the toilets uh, and everything. another one. <sighs> you know, we have, like, ten of these right now. Just bag it up. And, uh, the, uh, the thrift stores have just leather jackets and fedoras <laughs> out the wazoo. It's like the day after Halloween when they're selling candy. It was like the day after the opening, <laughs> the day after opening uh, of Indiana Jones 4, all the thrift stores were just, like, on a premium. Yeah, I know. Like, huh. Another one, huh? Two dollars. Do you, do you want it? Nah. Nah, it's alright. <laughs> Still hurts. Like, <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll come back in a couple of weeks. See how see how the pain feels. <laughs> I got I got to watch I got to watch the first one on on Blu-ray again before I can make any decisions. Oh man, uh, though I'm wondering of uh, like what are there any Christmas themed artifacts? Santa with muscles like uh, a piece of the true North Pole. Hmm, that's actually a good question. Uh, well, as like, like the first Christmas snowflake. Oh, uh, kind of like the you know it's in a and it's in a snow globe. Yeah, it's in a snow globe, and uh, it, it's in some kind of a, a, a ice cavern, some glacier. Uh, and all right, let's get to that. I'll get to that in all one right, second. I right. just want to say that there are many examples of Christmas artifacts because we're fans of uh, Warehouse Thirteen. Oh yes, and there was a few episodes that had Christmas artifacts. Um, so like, you know, but you know, none of them are as mystic that San like Santa's not going to go looking for the "It's a Wonderful Life" brush, you know, or the or Zuzu's petals. Yeah. Um. So let's go back to the uh, just want to name drop Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, it's good, good show. show. Um, oh, that's weird. So, I imagine that if the uh, first snowflake ever gets like released and melted, then all snow everywhere will melt at once. It's either that or. Uh, there's no more Christmas Day 
Like, mm. uh, like all of Christmas throughout history is, uh, like, like undone. Like, we can, we can kind of, we can kind of do both, like, you know, because it's the Christmas snow, and, like, there's no Frosty anymore or anything like yeah. that. And if, uh, if, if Christmas gets undone, then the real Santa Claus, you know, he... Ooh, does Santa with muscles ever meet the real Santa Claus? Uh, I want to say yes. I, I, he has a Kratos-like battle. Uh, where he becomes the real Santa. <laughs> that's kind of fu that's definitely funny. That's not the route I was going. <laughs> I was going like a Charlie's Angels route where the real Santa is just watching in the background, you know, like, yeah, you know what? Good good job, my son. You've uh, <laughs> you you've earned the, the 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 distinct title of Santa. Nope, he he's uh, it's like uh it's like uh, the God of War <laughs> and in order to claim the throne, you have to unthrone the uh, the previous Santa. Like man oh man, like Someone's got to clean up a giant Santa with a sword through his gut. Yeah, I, well, he's just facing Tim Allen. <laughs> I, uh, he's just I, begging for the release. You have to think, like, in the Santa Claus, like, the... Uh, Tim Allen got it easy. Like, there have been bloody, bloody battles in the past for other for the throne of Santa. Like, th this Santa was, um... How long do you think this Santa was in operation before Tim Allen, uh... Like, became a Santa, mm. because this one seems like a klutz, like Mr. Magoo falling it, off a roof. I, I imagine, uh, I, I imagine that Santa was a, was a plant by the U.S. government. <laughs> the CIA put it yeah, in. Yeah, the CIA kind of put it, it's like a Banana Republic type, <laughs> type deal, and like, he's just a goof, like, he's a government worker. Uh, I imagine uh, the original Santa was kind of shot out of the sky during the Cold War, <laughs> which is sense, why yeah. which is why they follow him on NORAD. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it was also the inspiration for the song "99 Red Balloons." <laughs> uh, so, so that that's actually an interesting um, an interesting idea that uh, that you put in this uh, because the Santa Claus on its own is fine, perfectly fine. Yeah. But if you add the fact that. Now the government is trying to track this Santa down because he is no longer like their their uh, their dictator Santa that they put in. Like he's just <laughs> the, been deposed. Their puppet Santa. Yeah, he's just been deposed by some random guy, and now like they can't control Santa anymore. So you know, like the the elves were there. Like the the elves were there to either sign him up as a, the next Santa or assassinate him. <laughs> Like Bernard that has gone through many a Santa, like he, like yeah, it is not the first Santa he's seen killed or has killed. Now it also kind of makes you think that, uh, like yeah, the Santa Claus ended after part three, where Jack Frost challenged him to the throne. Yeah, and uh, and everything gets set back to normal. Everything's fine, happy ending, blah blah blah. This Santa Claus is going to have to be like toppled at some point for the next Santa Claus to take over. Yeah, like a, a Santa regime is never permanent. No, of course not. Like even if this Tim Allen Santa lasts for a thousand years, yeah, um, like he's still going to have to see the throne one day. Like they don't allow uh, Santa to reign for a thousand years because uh, in, in no healthy human brain can last that long. Like, the last Santa that lasted a thousand years did try to topple, uh, <laughs> you know, did try to topple the world and, and control it. <laughs> Genghis Santa. Like, well, like, uh, like, uh, the, the uh, the, uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't actually, uh, yeah, kind of like Genghis Santa. Okay. I was gonna say, uh, I, I know, um, what's his name? I don't know. What uh, the, uh, not Edison. 
Uh, Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> Tesla was one of his elves, and he built that uh, world that oh. <laughs> that uh, world destroying device that he that he gave to all the def separate governments. The funny thing is, is because. Um, like, this makes sense because this Santa viewed him as toys. Yeah. <laughs> World-destroying toys is basically what he created. And, and, like, he just sees the whole world as children. I like to think that, uh, that that Santa Claus, the bloodthirsty one that's trying to topple the world, yeah. like, was the one who created the really dangerous toys, like lawn darts. Like, and all, <laughs> like all the toys that have lead paint. And, 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 like, really, a lot of toys that kids shouldn't, like, uh, shouldn't play with. Like, like his Slinky head was like made of razor wire, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the uh, like during World War Two they took him out, and yeah, uh, well, World War Two is a front. <laughs> that you know the funny thing is, in a backwards way, this is without all the you know without all the crazy yeah. you know Edison and or Tesla toys and everything like that. This is kind of the plot of uh. Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> like, except with, you know, except for the bloodthirsty part, because, yeah. um, like, the, the transfer of power is a bloodless one yeah. in the Ernest Saves Christmas universe. But, uh, that being said, this is kind of the plot of Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> and, and I imagine it, it was kind of the reason why the Russians had this, had the biggest losses. It wasn't because of the, you know, Stalin was a, it was a hard-fisted dictator that would shoot his own, uh, men. Mm -hmm. It was because they were the closest to the North Pole and had the, had the, uh, first line of defense yeah, against the, the <laughs> uh, uh, against, uh, San Santa Claus and his million-man army. His million elves that he had yeah. coming down there. Oh my god, like. Like, don't be wrong. Like this, this writes itself. Like I, I really foresee. It's almost like uh, Lord of the Rings, you know. <laughs> but instead of, uh, well, no, they're also elves. <laughs> they have bows and arrows and everything. Like yeah. the elves that he uses are from uh, like Elvendale or whatever hell yeah. those elves lived. <laughs> it's like you get Orlando Bloom playing a few of the elves, Liv Tyler and everything. And, and you know, the uh, the G Germany joined the. Uh, the Santa army. <laughs> and, oh man. <laughs> well, it's a good thing this this, this yeah. Santa got to pose. Like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to kind of go down this road anymore. Yeah, like, the next Santa was, you know, was like a bumbling Mr. Roper type Santa. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, and that was eventually, and he was the one that was shot down. And then, uh, then they're like, all right, we need, we need a Santa in there that will follow orders, but, you know, <laughs> but will also, like, you know, kind of do what we need him to do. Which is why, uh, which is why there's like a hard, hard shift towards like you know some of the uh, some of the, like the the American production and yeah. everything. Like we want to make sure our products are moving. We want to make sure this is gonna move. Like after Santa was shot down, the uh, the the uh, like uh, Ike Eisenhower formed the uh, Department of Festivity. <laughs> and uh, you know planted a, a, a puppet Santa in the North Pole, which is why like. Consumerism eventually started uh, taking over Christmas. Now, here's a big question: Do you think that Santa, or at least a representative of Santa's workshop, uh -huh. um, has a seat at the United Nations? Hmm. Or do you think the United Nations was formed, you know, for Santa Claus, like you know, to battle him back if they ever need to? I don't think. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that was that was the reason. But I think. Uh, I think the North Pole's kind of cooled down. Mm -hmm. uh, he might not have a seat at the United Nations, but he is a part of the Bilderberg Group. <laughs> he, he he was in Skulls and Bones before. Yeah. He... <laughs> <laughs> 
that's right. I'm a Yale man myself. Uh, yeah, like he, like uh, like he was a he was, like it, it all comes back. You know, like he was a part of the Masons. He was, uh, Illuminati. He was a, the Illuminati. <laughs> like there, there's like the uh, the inky tendrils of the Klaus uh, collective. Uh, you know, spans centuries. Oh boy, that's <laughs> you know what? This is all so much more interesting than the Santa and Muscle movies. I, I we know, got. like. What this, what Santa and Muscles should have been, would should have been uh, uh, the Da Vinci Code with Santa Claus. You know what? I would. I, all right, we don't have to make Santa and Muscles like that. I wish it was that. Yeah. I would love to see the Hulkster running around through ancient caravans, solving like, <laughs> like I imagine his. Uh, like that little cylinder that they had to like find the the, the clue for, or they had to like, yeah. open up. Like I imagine it's all Christmas themed, like holly. <laughs> That's like the word. They, <laughs> holly. Shh, I found it. And, well, before it opens up, it, it uh, plays a, like a little music box of uh, Santa Claus is coming to town or some. <laughs> yes, yes. I now I think that what's actually in the scroll is the location of the true lineage of the original Santa Claus. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, and uh, whoever's like whoever is searching uh, uh, for Santa, or whoever like the the partner or the leader, main yeah. character of this movie is one a part of the true lineage of Saint Nicholas. Yep, and um, both sides want her for different reasons. Like whoever controls the lineage of uh, Chris Kringle controls the direction of Christmas. Like, uh, and like, the, 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 the people who are after her, like the, the bad guys is Hasbro or, or another big toy company because whoever controls Kringle controls Christmas. I, I was actually thinking of a different thing. Like, uh, it's very similar what you're doing, but just a yeah. little bit different where, um, they are kind of like, uh, deep spies from like foreign nations. Like there's a Russian sleeper who wants Kringle, so that <laughs> their country around Christmas time is just an infusion of capital. It, it's uh, what it is is it's an ex KGB agent who <laughs> thinks if he captures Santa, uh, he can bring the Soviet army back. Oh boy, it's always a Soviet Union coming back. <laughs> I, I, it, it, yeah, think about it, like. What like what color is Santa? <laughs> you know that yeah, you, you got me. Like, <laughs> they're marching like you know they're they're marching down the street with a sickle and hammer. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Is Santa is uh, on you know on you know standing on top of a tank you know going down Red Square. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that actually makes, like, whatever Robert Langdon is doing so much more important. Like, it, it's like that, it's like that, uh, that church uh, nuke with the antimatter. <laughs> I, I almost think it's more important than the church nuke with the antimatter. Because the, the Iron Curtain's gonna come back up. <laughs> and you don't want, you don't want Father Christmas being on the side, the wrong side, you have to the think, wrong side of the curtain. Like, think of the infrastructure that ma that uh, that Chris Kringle has <laughs> to build uh, to build a military. <laughs> like, imagine what the greatest toy maker in the world <laughs> can do with drones. <laughs> like, I, I imagine there is a 
festive aircraft carrier coming down the uh, <laughs> going through the Strait of Gibraltar. Oh God! Is, now, is that where the Alaska is? Now, uh, how festive? Uh, I don't know. How festive? Or like, do you do you mean it's like decked out with like? tinsel and uh, garland and it, everything. It, it looks like a big red and white aircraft carrier. I was gonna say, maybe it looks like a big sleigh. Just yeah. in a <laughs> it's an aircraft carrier in the shape of a sleigh. And which, uh, oh, sorry, which launches sleighs. I imagine that he's actually riding in like, uh, in like, you know, a Soviet aircraft and there's like eight, like you know, MIG. Yeah. <laughs> a MIG being pulled by reindeer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> it's you know it's weird how very quickly that we can write something like that. Uh, it, it's batshit insane. But you know this is kind of like we're we're kind of in that era of film where uh, ridiculous is kind of selling. Like look at that uh, Jack and uh, not Jack Nichols and the and uh, uh, Nicholas Cage that uh, Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, Willy's Wonderland where it, it's absurd. But you know Nicholas Cage beating up these. Uh, these uh animatronics uh, yeah these mascot people to heads shoulders knees and toes <laughs> it was just it's asinine but it's a it's a entertaining type of asinine you know i do appreciate like you know i i shit on modern movies a lot because it's all shit yeah. um but i do appreciate the very few sparks of light and it turns out that all of them are like you said just weird and yeah. i like weird movies and this movie would be weird it yeah. would be very weird but at the same time i guarantee there's an audience for this oh like, yeah i think i i think people would watch that like what the hell is this movie about like you know what i can't honestly and truly say that this was a good movie but I can say that I was entertained throughout this movie. Like, I want a bunch of Soviet scientists around a big tube of Santa <laughs> floating in liquid. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to have, like, um... I thought you were going to have, like, a big board, like, in Doctor Strangelove. Like, that, that you works, You just see too. his sleigh, like, you know, uh, like, going to different places and everything like and, that. And there's anti-aircraft guns shooting yeah, at exactly. him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, like, they have, like, little places where, like, you know, all the, the guns and everything are and everything, like, all the, the play, like... Oh my gosh, the movie writes itself. Now, does he use, like, it, his Christmas magic to turn the bullets into, like, flowers or snowflakes or something like that? Um, yes. Or is he just shot down in, behind enemy lines? <laughs> no, no, I, li I like I like a magical Santa Claus, you Okay. Know? Like, that's why you have something like that. It, it makes it seem like an actual uh, threat. <laughs> Santa versus the Red Army? <laughs> now, I, I, I guess the, the next question is, like, What's the next Santa going to be? Like, if we make this world where uh, this is the next lineage of Santa Claus, like, it's got to come back to, you know, to reason at some point. Like, who's going to be the army or the country that's going to bring Santa back to reason? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good... Well, it would have to be America, because, oh, you know, America... Sweden. I, I guess Sweden. Uh, but, like, after, like, America is the antithesis of the Soviet Union. I guess that's true. And, uh... I imagine uh, Santa is like the the Winter Soldier, where he's just you know oh, pro boy. brainwashed <laughs> and programmed and is given a series of key uh, like he's released back to the North Pole to do his normal stuff. But whenever uh, you know whenever his handlers uh, give him a series of keywords, that's like, when he's uh, he's given a covert operation. It's like uh, it's like December, Rudolph, bowl full of jelly. <laughs> no, stop. Milk. No. Cookies. No. What's his final? What's the last word that 
brings him in. Uh, frankincense. <laughs> and then his eyes open, you know, he just kind of goes to, uh... He's just, he's just a blank slate from then on. Oops, yeah, sorry. like, uh, who, like, who, uh, who is he, who is he taking out? Some kind of chancellor? Um, I think that what he's taken out is, uh, it's probably, like, I want to say, like, a big toy manufacturer or something like that. I, I imagine this is in the 80s, and it's Ronald Reagan. He's, <laughs> and, uh... Another, another Christmas Ronald Reagan thing. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow it's thwarted. Of course, yeah. And, uh... Well, maybe Captain America goes in and saves, uh, let's say, Captain North Pole. Uh, uh, like, uh, or may maybe, like, they, they, uh, like, America is, like, backed against a wall, like, uh, Santa Claus is too powerful, so they, they, they have to, they, they have to call upon, uh, I, I wish there was, there was, like, a Jewish mascot, <laughs> like, uh, like, from, uh, for Hanukkah. Like, I, the only thing I know is from South... Or not South Park, uh, Futurama, they yeah, had the, the, the Hanukkah the zombie. The Hanukkah zombie. But yeah, they, they don't really have... Uh, like, there's really no... I, I don't know. I don't know enough about uh, anything else. But maybe it's like the different versions of Santa Claus from, uh, like, the different lands. From the Santaverse? Yeah. They, I mean, there's like, you know, every every nation has its own kind of uh, interpretation of yeah. Santa. Like, maybe it's the uh, the Japanese one from The Simpsons that's like uh, a robot. Uh, I, I think they, maybe they... I want to say they or open some kind of portal. Okay. Uh, you know, to, like, the multiverse and... Uh, and okay. pull out Jewish Santa. Okay, okay. I want if they're gonna open up the portal of multiverse, I just want like ridiculous Santas. Like I want to see anime Santa. I yep. want to see uh, claymation Santa um, from the uh, the Rudolph movies. I want a California raisin Santa. <laughs> like I, I, there is no limit to the Santas. You know what? Here's how we can tie all of it back. One of the Santas they bring out is Santa with muscles. Yep, and. uh... Yes, yeah, so, so they bring, uh, so they do bring, so it brings it all back together. Yeah. So uh, Santa with muscles appears. And he fights the real Santa. And it, it's, I imagine it's, uh, it is over the top, like the Matrix. Like, he, they're, they're punching each other into craters. Like, I want, um, I want this to almost be like a Popeye versus Bluto fight. Like, where, where it's just almost too mythological gods yeah. fighting <laughs> you know uh, fighting amongst men and just devastating c cities like it, this uh it actually takes out the entire like you know eastern seaboard <laughs> like, like it's just two titans of christmas uh, <laughs> and now I don't want santa with muscles to be any stronger than he is now I just want him to be like able to stay like this the real santa is you know he he winds up and he decks him and like it literally is like a force of an atom bomb <laughs> but you know santa with muscles is more cart almost cartoonish and yeah. slapstick so he just kind of ooh makes a weird face and punches him back <laughs> like lifts him up and throws him I, I want them both i want them both to throw a punch and they their punches punch each other and it, it's just an, an explosion <laughs> it's like the tunguska blast they get flown back. Uh, I, I almost now I almost want it to be like a Dragon Ball fight. Yeah, pretty much. But with uh, two like your your cr classic Chris Kringle and uh, Hulk Hogan, yeah, the leather daddy Hulk Hogan from Santa <laughs> with muscles. And, and it's just it just like yeah, the Soviets might have a stronghold, a stranglehold over the over Santa Claus, but. Like, not anymore. Yeah, not this, after that. That was the real reason the Union fell. At this point, um, 
it's it's anyone it's up in the air like they're all they can do is watch like it, it's a and this is the battle of uh it's the battle that uh changes the world like it's whoever wins is the uh is like <laughs> does democracy prevail or does uh so does uh communism and uh i imagine like the original santa like one of his big moves because we're going to dragon ball right? of course is uh is kamihami ho 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 <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah. how who wins this fight? I mean, obviously, I guess in our narrative, Santa with muscles has to win. It, it would have to, but I, I want to say it's uh, like they they they, they kind of take each other out. <laughs> like I, I want to. Uh, it's kind of like Red Thirteen's dad, okay. where, where they're just uh, like he's still kind of alive, but he's frozen in. Uh, you know, he's a frozen rock. Like the the they, I, I here it is like that that one that one punch where it was just a bunch of energy like yeah. I was saying, they punch each other and the the energy from uh, the the punch just turns them both to salt. Uh, <laughs> just they're just two salt statues after that. Like and then I want to see a third Santa um, from the the Santa verse played by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that kind of is like. Uh, Santa with rhinestones. Yeah, <laughs> and I want him to give the speech at the like at the end of <laughs> the demolition. End of Rocky? No, at the end of oh, demolition, demolition man. man. Like, you know, maybe if you start listening to him and you start listening to you, me in the middle somewhere, you guys will figure <laughs> it out. It's like, no, these are two opposing armies ready to go at each other. This isn't. This can't be swept under the rug. And uh, I imagine a after the whole thing, uh, the Soviet Union falls, and it's just a, a military base is built around the uh, the two uh, salt statues of uh, the, the Kringles. They, like, do you think they put that there because you know there's there's always a fear that one of them will get out? Yeah, eventually? like 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 no one country should have this much power. And so it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like I almost imagine it's a joint uh, UN operation, mm -hmm. or or kind of like the Vatican, where uh, the Swedish was it the Swiss Army? Uh, oh yeah, the, the Swiss Guards. Yeah, the Swiss Guards protects. Like it's something along those lines. And uh, I imagine for like the first ten years, there are so many. Uh, breaking attempts from like both sides yeah. to kind of try to release it, but then. Uh, like they are brutal. The guards are brutal. They do not want like, any of these guys like, coming back. There is not even. They do not even warn people. <laughs> it's shoot on sight. Like there is so many layers of security in this place like, that you know. Like it, it's such tight security. It, like the no-fly zone that not even not even Air Force One <laughs> can fly over that. Like, and they will, Air Force One will be shot down. Like, well, I, I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to say that in recording, <laughs> but I guess we're here now. We're, we could always edit it out. Um, but, but yeah, like, it is a, uh, it is such a, like, they have to be as, as brutal as they possibly can to deter anybody. Like, nobody is, above the law enough to get in here because it's like it's like uh unleashing gozer yeah there is uh like a fly couldn't get in <laughs> like that's how tight security is yeah 
Like, if a fly was to, to get in, there would be, like, sensors going off everywhere because <laughs> that extra weight, that, like, one, like, microgram <laughs> or whatever, like, is enough to throw the sensors off to know that there's something, like, foreign in there. And there there's autonomous uh, sentry guns that shoot, that, that are accur accurate enough to shoot the fly. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't, like, it's not like it shoots the fly and, you know, just goes by, like, it just... The fly is the only target that gets destroyed by it. It's like a laser gun. Yeah, but it, it it's a scorched earth uh, type policy where yeah they, they got the fly, but uh, like everything around the fly for a hundred meters uh, is it, it is yeah, is just devastated. Yeah, and uh, on that note, Santa with muscles. Yeah, um, he's a statue now. Yep, uh, a a frozen Christmas god, uh, <laughs> destined uh, to remain in uh, inert. A, a, yeah, uh, to remain locked up. So, um, movie's bad. Uh, yeah. It really doesn't go anywhere. If you, I can't even. The only thing I can recommend it as a bad movie because I'm not saying it was boring or anything like that. It was, you know, it was dumb and serviceable, but. Uh, uh, it, it wasn't even good enough to warrant, I think, a pity watch. Yeah, if, even if you're even if you're an old school wrestling fan, you're not really gonna get that satisfaction. So yeah, skip it. Go watch something else. If there's a Macho Man Randy Savage Christmas movie, you should probably watch that instead. Yeah. I don't think there is, but that would be awesome because I'm gonna go look for it immediately <laughs> after we stop this. All right, uh, take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. That old little SOPs. <laughs> <laughs>